If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. Near the end of March 2020, this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And with the coronavirus kicking in and closing borders, it's pretty clear the world is changing. It's changing so much that shops and stores and restaurants and more are closing shop, and it's having an effect on everything. Staying at home is the new black, because it's all about self-isolation. For many of us, that means becoming even more reliant on the internet and the NBN, Australia's national broadband network. It's going to get a little interesting over the next few weeks as we settle in, as we attempt to ride out and flatten the curve of the coronavirus infection, and as we push our internet connections to breaking point. Depending on how big your family is, that may come from everyone accessing the internet at once, and all of the time. If that does become a problem, you might want to take control of your router and set up what's called the Quality of Service, or QoS, sending most of the bandwidth to devices you favor, like an Apple TV or a few computers. Most routers will support the technology, and while there are other options for controlling the internet at home, this one might give you some sense of automatic control. Otherwise, there's always telling your kids to get off the net, but that might not be an option. If we're all self-isolating to escape the coronavirus, you may be working from home while they're attending school over the web, and so it might require some creative control and balancing over who gets what speeds, or maybe it means an upgrade to a faster internet connection if it's within reach. You might even consider using your 4G mobile connection for data, and that may not be a bad choice if you're with Optus or Telstra. This week, those two telcos announced its customers would be getting extra downloads for the next month. If you're an eligible Optus customer, you'll receive 20 gig, though Optus hasn't told us what eligible means just yet. Meanwhile, if you're a Telstra postpaid customer, it's 25 gig extra. Both will have extra downloads for prepaid customers too, with an extra 10 gig offered if you're regularly spending 40 bucks a month or more. So 4G is an option if you do need that fast connection, and it's possible we'll see more data added over time, because no one really knows quite how long this will go for. It could be a month, it could be two, or it could be six. Stores are beginning to feel it though. Apple has closed stores outside of China, which while a good practice for health, is a bit of a shame for people wanting to play with new gear, because there's some of that coming up very shortly. This week, Apple didn't run an event for pretty obvious reasons, but it did have a few new products to talk about. For one, there's the Mac Mini, which saw an update alongside a revitalized MacBook Air. We say revitalized because Apple is fixing one of the most requested changes on the MacBook Air by changing out the keyboard. If you've ever complained about the softer butterfly mechanism keyboard on the current Macs, you might have been excited about the return to scissor switches in the MacBook Pro 16 last year. Well, the good news is the new MacBook Air is getting them as well, and that means a proper old-school keyboard is back on one of the most bought Macs. There's also an increase in performance, memory, and storage, while the price actually drops a little, starting at just under $1,600 in Australia for a 256-gig MacBook Air, compared with the two grand that would have cost last week. Apple also has a new iPad Pro on the way, with both the 11 and 12.9-inch iPad Pro models getting an updated processor, two cameras, and something you might not know about called LiDAR. And the easy way to explain this is it's a technology that measures space and the room using light. Apple will use this technology for its augmented reality approaches, making for a better and more AR-friendly tablet, and one that now supports a mouse. There's even a new keyboard on the way with a trackpad built in. But the new iPad Pro won't come cheap, starting at a little over $1,300 for the iPad, and around $500 for that new keyboard case. And in a time when we're all probably trying to save just a little bit of money, that sort of cost for an iPad might not be something within reach of everyone. No one is quite sure what will happen, and so you might want to be cautious 
cautious with money, particularly if a recession is on the cards. That doesn't just affect Apple's items, but some of the other gadgets announced for release this week as well. Whether it's the $220 Powerbeats wireless headphones, or the $2200 Samsung Galaxy Z Flip foldable phone. There's a lot still coming on the horizon, and a lot of uncertainty, which may mean it's a good idea to sit tight and be a little more cautious with your money. Maybe just wait and see what sort of features in devices you already own will get from updates. You may not need the new iPad, because if you have one already, come next week, you'll get support for the mouse and trackpad, even if you don't have that new magic keyboard. New features come to older devices all the time, and so while it might be nice to buy something new and upgrade what you have, being patient might just give you a treat as well. You know, all good things to those who wait, except when you reach the end, like we have for this show. So, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode goes online every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and you can find out about anything on this show at thepicker.com.au website. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Thank you.